0: Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Space for Magic podcast. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. Today, I am going to attempt to keep this one short and sweet, and there's a reason. I'm finding that everyone is feeling pressure, pressure coming from many different directions. And oftentimes, that includes time pressure. And I'm hopeful that if you see that this is a short podcast, that you will make the time To listen to it in a way that you might not have if it was on the longer side. Because the message I have for you is really important right now, especially at this time. When things start to happen in our lives or continue to happen that just feel confusing or unfair, it's very common to conclude that we are doing something at the heart of our being, our existence. That is creating these difficulties. And I wanna serve you up an alternative uh, explanation. And this is going on in my own personal life, by the way, so I'm with you in it. Some recent events felt very unfair to the point that they almost felt cruel based on all the spiritual work I've done, all the letting go, all of the growth, et cetera, et cetera. Some events happened that to me didn't make sense based on what I know about how the universe works and how the five rules of receiving that I've talked about here, that I talk about in my new book, Make Space for Magic, how they all work. But interestingly enough, I forgot one of the biggest lessons that is probably a 10th of the book is dedicated to. So a solid like uh, 20, 25 pages are dedicated to this. And yet it completely went out of my mind. And that is that when we don't see the truth of where we are meant to go, where our higher path is, the universe will help redirect us. And whether you call the universe the divine or... Your higher self or your spirit guides, you know, however you identify this force that's in your life to help guide you on your highest path. When we start moving off our path or we start losing track of our own North Star, it then guides us back onto our path. And at first, it does it with some whispers, then it does some nudges, then it does some wax. And what happens is the force that we're getting hit with grows and grows and grows. And eventually, if we're still not paying attention, or we're not following those, those nudges and those whacks, it will send a boulder down. And this is sort of an overwhelming event that you can't look away from. But if you've been caught up in your own revelry of humanness, you may suddenly feel like, you've been served up something very unfair. And I think the reason I lost track of this and why I didn't realize that's what was happening to me when these events happened is that when this originally happened in my life and the way I write about it in the book, I was really unconscious of how much I block magic, how much I block out help from the divine and the universe, right? But since then, and certainly in recent years, I've been well aware of it. And and I really thought I was working in concert with the divine and with the universe. So here I was walking along my merry little way, thinking I was doing all the quote unquote, right things. Hello, old story. (laughs) And I lost track of some really important things. The main one being that I don't get to control the outcome, that I need to follow inspired action, and that there's no exceptions to that rule, that you can't put that on hold for a while. And that's really where I got off track. And that may be where you got off track. If you're feeling like some events in your life feel really uncomfortable, really unfair, they don't make sense. They don't add up for all the work you've done, right? And so one of those, if that's what you're experiencing, one of the downloads or clarity points I've gotten is that just that idea that you have to do work, even if it's spiritual work, to have a particular outcome is still in that relationship of, if I do X, Y, and Z, then I can control the outcome. And really where the divine wants us to be is in surrender. And to understand whatever's happening is happening for our highest good. Now, I've pretty much gotten there. And I will say that, and it's been a pretty ugly couple of weeks, I will tell you, (laughs) um, internally. But now that I've mostly gotten there, and I know I still have a little bit further to go, I definitely feel the freedom in this expansion that's coming with accepting that what's happened has happened for me. And not to me. And I just want to serve up that alternate understanding of what might be going on for you because you might be feeling like you want to give up. Because if what you've done doesn't work, then you're not sure what the rules of the game are. And if you don't know what the rules of the game are, then maybe you just don't want to play anymore. And what I can tell you the rule of the game is it's okay to own what you desire. Trust that it's coming. Follow inspired action and only inspired action, which includes stopping and resting, even if it seems totally crazy. That was my mistake. (laughs) And then surrender to whatever's happening and trust that whatever's happening is happening for you and not to you, which means, despite how it looks, it really is in your highest good, in your highest path. Now, if that means that someone around you has been harmed, if you're in a health crisis, if there's some really, really objectively difficult things happening, I'm not expecting you to get on board with this right away. But if it has less to do with that physical pain of health issues, and it is, you know, a money issue, a relationship issue, something that potentially just needs some more time to show itself. I really encourage you to get on board with this sooner than later. And um, I was opening up my book, which I've taken to doing. I got my author copy last week, which was really exciting. And if you've purchased your copy, it will be... By the time this episode drops, the Kindle version of the book will have dropped so that you should have it in your hands. And if you haven't gotten it yet, grab it. And you can do that at... On any major retailer but if you go to pattylennon.com forward slash make space for magic you'll see the link there to order come back to that page put your name email address and receipt number in and you will get a slew of bonuses including some live readings that i'm doing from the book giving you details about parts of the story that were cut out through editing to make the story flow better to shorten the book to a readable size but there are some pieces of the story that no one knows And I'm giving those in our magic makers group, which is our community for people like you who have purchased the book early during our pre-order or book launch period. Um, We also have another big fun thing coming up, which is we're going to have a launch party. It'll be happening on Facebook and I'll have the link below in the show notes. So you can drop over. That'll be happening on November 2nd. So, hey, if you're in the States and you want something to, you want to look away from the election drama that may be happening in your local elections, you can come over and play with us. That will be happening at 2 p.m. Eastern. So we got all this fun stuff coming up. And if you pre-ordered and you've joined um, and you've given us your email address and let us know that, we'll also... Be notifying you, reminding you of that launch party, because we'll be doing some fun things at that online launch party. But I am, when I did open my book and I was just looking for, you know, what's something in here that I could share with you that might be supportive of you, I opened to a page that said Boulder Day. Now, it's interesting because last week's, well, not last week's podcast, that was about Ted Lasso. That was my, I interrupted my production schedule to bring you an episode about Ted Lasso because I think it's so good. Um, but the week before I was talking about, I read a passage that included a reference to boulders, and I didn't really expand on what those were. But now that was what I was just sharing with you right now. So this passage I'm going to read you happened at the point in time where I was um, knee deep in a lot of difficult situations. I had... Um, my children were little, my mom's going through cancer treatments. I am her primary caretaker. It is a really challenging time because my business is new, but I'm not allowed to, I'm not able to not allowed, that's wrong. <laughs> Freudian slip. I'm not able to put the kind of time to it that I would have wanted to because I'm spending a lot of time on her care and also taking care of my little ones. So In the book, I've talked about little whispers and nudges and whacks that I've gotten from the universe up to this point that have told me that I cannot keep all these plates in the air, that I can't keep juggling everything I'm juggling the way I am. That's just not working, but I'm not listening. And then bolder day comes. So here we go. This is from Make Space for Magic. Finally, the boulder came a few weeks after the last accident. So the accident I'm referencing is I've had a few minor fender benders at this point. By that point, I was beyond exhausted and stressed. I headed out in the morning, happy that the one thing I allowed myself to have help with cleaning my house was about to be done. My cleaner, Eliza, was such a gift, always kind and gentle. When I walked back into the house later that day, I immediately knew something was wrong. I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but as I walked through the first room, I realized Eliza hadn't been there. Nudge, nudge, nudge. A part of me I had lost access to understood something was wrong, but I had long since silenced her. Hmm, maybe I got the day wrong. What day is it? I thought as I headed into the answering machine, I saw blinking. We rarely got messages. I feared it was Eliza letting me know something had come up, that she needed to reschedule, although she had never done that to us in the three years I knew her. I was surprised to see that I had not one, but three messages. I pressed play. The first was a friend of mine. She was sobbing, asking me to call her and not to look at the news until I did. The second was my husband's doctor. He said the biopsy was back and that we needed to talk. The third was Eliza's stepdaughter. She asked me to please call her as soon as possible. I wish I could remember what I was feeling in that moment. I felt terror. I know that. Terror mixed with numbness. It's a weird combination. And I also knew the terror wasn't coming from a normal place. It was still that same voice that said, you are not enough. You are not doing enough. You will never be enough. I felt like I hadn't kept enough plates in the air, and now they were crashing down around me, except I didn't even know what plates they were. As I called each person back, I soon found out. A father in our community had been killed the night before by a drunk driver. His son was one of my son's closest friends at the time, as much as a three year old has close friends. My husband had cancer. And Eliza, who was exactly my age with two small children similar ages to mine, had died suddenly of a brain aneurysm. These were some serious boulders. I'm not suggesting that each of these situations was created as a boulder for me, simply that the universe arranged it so that the dominoes fell at once for me, making the avalanche so big I could not look away. I think I spent most of the day crying, and after that, the crying came easier. By the way, prior to that point, I was not able to cry about anything that had been happening to me, despite how difficult it was. I wish I could tell you that this was enough to tip the balance and help me understand that my well was unempty, that life was short, and to let go a bit. To a certain extent, that did happen. But this was more like one of the boulders I can now look back on, point to, and say, oh yes, look there. That was one of those days where the universe stepped in with a bolder size response to my numbness and said, let some effing help in, you lunatic. I'm just going to leave that there because (laughs) although the universe, the divine, generally speaks to us (laughs) in gentle and loving terms, let some effing help in, you lunatic, I think is something that many people need to hear right now. And if things are hard and they're not going the way that you want them to, I can 99% guarantee you that part of the reason it's going that way is so that you let go, that you let go and you just leave some space for the universe to take over. Because without that, it is going to continue to feel as hard as it does right now. And I get how scary it is to let go of that control, but I promise you, when you do, it will be easier. And I do want to offer you that based, we've been letting people pre-read the book. We've given an early read edition of the book to those who have pre-ordered so they can play along in some treasure hunts, some trivia treasure hunts we're doing in the book content. And the general consensus is that this book is giving them a lot of comfort. And so if you need some comfort right now, if you need some support, if you need to feel me by your side, my intention was that. Make Space for Magic does do that. So please, if you need that comfort or you just want to support me, go and pre-order the book. Pre-ordering the book makes a big difference in how retailers perceive the success of the book, how they shelve it, their willingness to invest in giving it some space on the interwebs or on the real life bookshelves. So any pre-orders definitely help me and help us get the word out about this book. So thank you so much. You can go to pattylennon.com forward slash make space for magic to pre-order the book and also to register for those bonuses. I send you my love and I wish you a beautiful, beautiful week. Hey, thanks for listening. If you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this episode with them.